0: Hello, and welcome to the EIC Scaling Club podcast, where we share interesting insights from leading European deep tech entrepreneurs, investors, and industry experts. You've come to the right place. Now sit back and enjoy the podcast. Hello, this is Robin Walters, founder of Tech.eu and editor of the EIC Scaling Club. I find myself here in Munich at the DLD conference uh, talking to a lot of interesting people, one of which is Jan Goetz. He's the co-founder and CEO of a company called IQM, uh, European leader in quantum computing. Can I say global leader in quantum computing?
1: Well, there are many big companies in in quantum computing. So I think it's a a, a race. um, And I don't think there's a clear leader, but there are many companies actually driving um, the quantum technology as such.
0: Yeah, But IQM, definitely a big name in uh, quantum computing. Uh, Jan is also a uh, council member uh, for the EIC Scaling Club uh, and previously board member of the EIC. So I don't need to explain all of that to, uh, to Jan. So that's a uh, uh, time that we don't need. Uh, so, But before we talk about that, we uh, are going to talk about IQM uh, properly. Uh, for those who don't know the company, uh, what do you do? Well,
1: IQM is a company um, that builds and commercializes quantum computers And quantum computers are a new type of computers that will disrupt basically all industries, um, lots of applications. Um, And the reason is that they can solve certain problems exponentially faster than even the biggest supercomputers um, that we can build. Um, So just to give you an idea, some of the very complex problems, for example, um, simulation of new molecules, new materials, or also in the security space, they would take thousands of years, actually, to solve. And quantum computers have the promise to do this then in a matter of maybe seconds or minutes so it's really unlocking applications that nowadays we don't even start uh, because we know it's just not going to work and this is the potential and the technology is not new it has been developed over decades mainly on the academic side and since maybe 10 years or so from now um, it has been moving into industry because the technology has um, been then at a level where actually it makes sense to build real computers working devices out of it and this is something that we do as well Um, We have been uh, building quantum computers and also selling quantum computers already, uh, for example, to um, some big computing centers in Europe, but also outside of Europe. And we are using a specific technology, which is called superconducting technology, which is one of the most widespread technology for those machines. But there are also other technologies out there, and especially in Europe, since you mentioned the EIC, there are actually quite a few companies um, that also do this in Europe based on other technologies.
0: When I talk to companies in the quantum computing space, I'm used to asking, are you on the hardware side or Mm on software? uh, IQM is a bit of both, if I understand correctly. Well, we built the
1: full systems and a computer, of course, has a lot of hardware in it. Like if you can think of your laptop computer, for example, but then you need also the software to run something on it. Um, and um, you need maybe at some point applications and an operating system we're not there yet in quantum computing, but what we do is we build the full systems um, we develop ourselves the processors in house so we design the processors, we simulate the processors, and then we also do the tape out ourselves, which means we have a small chip factory in Finland where we process silicon wafers um, into quantum processors, and then we build a system around it, mainly using third party components that we buy um, and on the software. Side, Side, actually we develop the low-level software ourselves firmware for example compilers um, and stuff like that and then we integrate into um, the most commonly used programming frameworks for quantum computing
0: Great. Um, You already mentioned a couple of uh, applications or sectors that quantum computing can really uh, be an accelerator of benefit. Um, Let's go a a little bit more concrete, uh, because also when you go to the website, you want to um, build things for the the well-being of uh, humankind. Um, You talk about your Nordic values, etc. What does it actually translate to? What are some of the fields that you think you can really make an impact on the world? Mm -hmm. So
1: what quantum computers naturally are good at is simulating quantum physics, because they are quantum systems. So this is kind of a one-to-one translation. And actually, there are uh, quite interesting applications in simulating quantum physics when it comes, for example, to new materials or complex molecules for drugs, um, which are, at the end, um, quantum systems. And um, for me, this probably will be one of the first applications, is that you use a quantum computer to develop a new material, maybe for solar cells, for batteries, uh, electric vehicles, or for new pharmaceuticals. And of course, these are all applications that will benefit humankind. Um, so if you think about climate change, I think we are all waiting for better batteries or other ways to um, provide energy, for example, through solar power or other means. Or if you think about the pandemic, uh, we are all happy that it was actually um, that. A startup um, that was very fast in developing um, the first vaccines. So these are all applications that are actually benefiting humankind and this is really what motivates us uh, to build those computers.
0: So when you say us, uh, how many are you uh, so far?
1: Well, us, of course, means IQM as as such, a a company which is at the moment around 300 um, employees. But maybe this us was a little bit broader. The whole community actually is I think very much motivated um, by this task to to build a machine and to develop something that was never done before. Um, Especially the the scientists among us, they have this uh, inherent drive to develop such kind of new devices, new applications. But with IQM, yes, we are around 300 people. Um, Of course, still a large fraction are on the r d side but meanwhile it's let's say a proper company that has all the functions finance marketing operations and such
0: and how far along in the commercial commercialization journey are you
1: so we have been um, building computers and selling computers and our customers at the moment are very much um, high performance computing centers and especially those high-performance computing centers that are affiliated with the university, um, because their task is to do great science um, and to publish the science and to educate, for example, new PhD students and the like. And with the quantum computers that we can build today, actually, this is something that you can do very well. So you can already do experiments and run algorithms on those computers, which are um, giving you answers in in fundamental science, which you couldn't easily do with a normal computer. And of course, you can educate quite well the next generation of talent. And we have aligned our product portfolio with this. So we have a quantum computer specifically designed for education, which is called IQM Spark, which goes well um, together with an online learning platform that we have developed, um, IQM Academy. Um, So this is really addressing the needs that the universities have of um, educating the next generation of of talents and PhD students. And then we have another product, uh, so-called IQM Radiance, which is designed for the high performance computing centers. And there we have actually already Told and delivered um, some of them for example one here in Munich um, to the Leibniz Rechenzentrum but also in Finland we are part of a project in Spain and, and, and elsewhere and we will um, also in the future as many others provide then these computers through cloud services so this is something that we are currently developing.
0: Great, fantastic. So actually quite far along uh, the commercialization journey already. Uh, Good. Uh, So speaking about talent, uh, we're here in Munich where a lot of uh, deep tech talent actually is. I was just talking to an interesting uh, uh, fusion power company uh, out of Munich here. Um, Do you find that Europe is the right place to build a deep tech company at the moment?
1: For sure, when it comes to the question of talent and also um, good research, um, this is something where Europe clearly is um, still uh, one of the leading places to be. Um, and um, if you look at where we have our offices, these are basically the big hubs for quantum in Europe. But for example, also, um, we are starting something in Singapore, which is another very strong ecosystem when it comes to quantum. Um, and also the, the US, um, we are actually um, starting now something in Berkeley, which is one of the leading universities in the U.S. So we really try to enter globally um, those ecosystems that are very strong. Um, So from this perspective, I think Europe is, is really leading and a great place to start a deep tech company. The challenge, as we all know, is then on the funding side. So how do you actually manage, especially for hardware companies like ours, how do you manage to get the funding together, which can often be hundreds of millions uh, until you really hit the commercial success um, in an environment which is maybe not so used to these env- uh, investments um, as you would have in the Silicon Valley, for example. Yeah.
0: Um, you do spend a lot of time uh, personally um, promoting uh, European deep tech outside of your role as a as CEO of IQM. Um, for example, being an EIC board member in the past, uh, what drew you to that?
1: Well, I'm, I can very much align with the European values and I think um, it is worth defending them, um, especially in the current times uh, where we see crises all over the place and even war. Um, and then um, everyone, of course, can only contribute uh, Uh, something but I think technology is actually a very important piece of the puzzle uh, when it comes to defending um, the values because only if you have technology at hand actually you have a certain leverage and maybe you have a voice on the table Um, and we see this if we think uh, for example um, about um, the kind of restrictions um, or sanctions, Um, you can only sanction a country and not send technology anymore if you had it in the first place. So I think from this perspective, it's very important for Europe to be uh, and stay a leader when it comes to technology, to secure our values, our freedom and peace. But also, of course, our wealth, because a lot of the wealth that we have in Europe is based on the innovation of the past 200 years. Um, and we should not stop now and, and become lazy and say, oh, because someone was inventing the diesel motor or something, um, it's now we don't need to do any um, innovation anymore because we should think about the future generations and how they will actually be um, situated. And from this perspective, I think it's very important that we have the innovation and also the value creation here in Europe in order to defend what is so important for us.
0: Yeah, Fantastic answer. Um, in addition to that, you've also become a club council member of the EIC scaling club uh, proper. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, uh, why did you do that? Why did you agree to that uh, so kindly?
1: Well, of course, with IQM, I have experienced firsthand how hard it is to scale a company. So it's one thing to start, um, start companies and especially um, tech startups. And here, I still think also in Europe, we are actually very well positioned. There are lots of funding schemes for early stage um, tech startups, government grants, other um, ways to get funding. But then where it becomes really hard is actually when you need to scale um, and this means um, scaling commercially, but also scaling for example, the production. And we have been building our um, chip factory in Finland with the help of the European Investment Bank. So there's a lot of European not only money, but also kind of spirit um, in the company. And of course, this is something that I've learned now over the last couple of years and what it means and um, I just want to also give something back um, of this and and support then other companies on their journey.
0: Fantastic Um, what do you hope to get out of the DLD conference in Munich here?
1: Well, DLD is a great place to be because it combines many um, exciting people, um, great people um, who have a lot to say or um, who have a lot of influence. Otherwise, it's a very nice mix of entrepreneurs, investors, politicians. There's also some art and culture. And this is a very unique mix that you don't find in many other conferences. It's really, sometimes they call it a family, and, and this is really how it feels. It's a, a very good place to have good open discussions with friends or maybe soon-to-be friends. Um, and this is why I always enjoy coming here
0: Fantastic well final question uh, before we wrap up the discussion Uh, you mentioned a lot of positives uh, values in Europe Um, you know the mentality is changing Uh, what are some of the downsides of being in Europe and some of the problems that we still need to tackle
1: Well, of course, especially in the current market situation, nobody knows how the future looks like. And if you think on the um, investment side, for example, investments have been slowing down. If you think on the government side, the budgets have been cut because times are harder. If you think on elections in certain countries, maybe there are movements which are not going um, in the right direction. So I think we we do have a lot of challenges. um, But being an entrepreneur, um, I don't want to complain about these challenges, but I want to provide solutions. And I think technology and innovation is one way actually to keep the growth, um, keep um, also um, the talent um, in, in Europe. And for me, being positive is just one way to address all of these challenges that indeed we currently have.
0: That's a fantastic note to end on. Uh, thank you so much for your time, Jan, and best of luck with IQM. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the EIC Scaling Club podcast. For more interesting insights on European deep tech, subscribe to our podcast, YouTube channel. And our newsletter on eicscalingclub.eu. See you.